0: you know right. something like you know and get a receiver you know what i mean like so i don't know well, Is there
1: any is there any pick that you made that you like regret the most actually let's be positive first was there what's the pick that like you like the most like whether it was value or you were waiting for a guy to get to you there and it happened or
0: filled a need or was there a pick that like you really liked um michael carter in the 20th And then Demario Douglas in the
2: 21st. Let's talk about Douglas a bit. Sure. I mean, just Michael Carter, because I think I'll be able to plug him in for a 20th rounder. It's just later than I expect him to go. He's still a good receiving back.
1: Yeah, he's Um, probably, I mean, besides Hall, like he's the best pass catching back on the team. Yeah,
2: he was the best pass catching back in his class that year. So, um yeah, let's talk about that. and when, and for
1: listeners, when you're pounding RB Lee, you know some of the things you look for, you know, are you know contingency upside as far as like getting in when a start when a um when a starter gets hurt or something like that. The other thing you want to look for is somebody who's useful in a in the passing game in a PPR league, right? like when you're when you're pounding Lee, you tend not to want grinders. You know, they can still be useful. If the starter is out, right? But in a PPR league, you, you wanna you want the pass catchers and you know Michael Carter as a pass catcher in
2: the 20th round is 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 good. Yeah. So Demario Douglas, mm. sixth round pick, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, believe he's running with the ones at this point, has really, really good chance to start this year. Um uh they're down on Thai Ty- Taekwond Thornton has not looked good in camp. Um I think this is your guy. This is their. You know, they tend to hit on some late guys once in a while. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, my it's Ty been Juan a Thornton, long time, but yeah. They, they my
1: Taekwondo dreams are over. I think he's just going to be like a rotational piece, you know, where he just almost, almost a decoy as far as just taking the top off of defenses. Right. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I think that's what he's going to be relegated to. Um, the thing that scares me about Douglas is, I mean we can talk about the fact that he went to Liberty and we can talk about the fact that he's like a six round pick, but like listen, you know, in camp, you start showing out, you start showing out if if you don't have a whole lot of other options you know that don't and they're so they're not gonna play the you know the this guy was drafted three rounds ahead of you game and that sort of shit, right and like he's he's what they have he's like. Five eight one seventy, you know, like he's like barely yeah. bigger than Tank Dell,
2: you know. Um, he's Something listed like at 192. Five, eight one ninety two.
1: 192. I think they're adding a few
2: pounds. Let's yeah. get out some air quotes showing surprising physicality in oh. camp, oh, tough okay. as nails. Oh, nails. You always like to see nails, yes. Always like to see the nails. So, this is what we're here, but I mean. He's already beaten out Butte and Thornton. Butte is probably not going to make the team. Isn't that is that nuts? How the mighty have fallen.
0: Do you want to talk about some other former? I'm I'm sorry. I'm gonna we're gonna bounce off to Mario Douglas.
2: Some other former Debbie darlings that might get a job this year. Sure, why not? Sure, Joseph Nagata and Jaden Hazelwood.
1: Yeah, yeah, both two of those guys. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, both of them signed as undrafted free agents, and and either one of those guys or Devin Allen, the track star,
0: looks like one of those three guys is going to beat out Britton Covey for a job. Um, How my much, money's actually, on. Go ahead.
2: Well, no, you go tell me who your money's. I on. mean, look, if you're making the Eagles roster in that offense, it's a nice dash piece, if you ask me. And these guys are free. They're they're available on every, you know, unless you're in a deep Debbie league. They're they're available in, in every waiver wire. Um, out of that group, I like Nagata to make the team. He's the only other big receiver outside of AJ Brown
0: on the entire roster, and they value that. Um Hazel has got some size. Yes, but he's does it. He,
2: the reports are he doesn't use it in the same way Nagata. Nagata actually uses his size and is big and physical. And they really like that okay. him. Yeah. But
0: yeah, Hazelwood does have some size. Yeah, Hazelwood, I think, was four or five star recruit at one point. Like Um Yeah, I mean I mean, maybe it was just the, you know, DJU that sucked Nagata. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, well, my my question was gonna be
1: like. What's it worth in that offense that likes to run and concentrate targets into two wide receivers and a tight end, like I mean, what's what's being the fourth wide receiver on the Eagles really worth? All right. So if you
0: are let's say Nagana makes the team, um, he would be AJ Brown's direct backup. So if AJ Brown goes down, the is getting snaps.
1: Okay. That that's the argument, right? Okay, I got you. That's that's good. I hear you. I can roll with that.
0: Whereas if Devontae Smith went down, I would, I would, I would guess that they use Quez Watkins more in that role. Yeah. That brings up the idea that like.
1: Of running back is an elevator and wide receiver is an escalator. Okay, what do you mean? Running back is next man up. You're it, mm. right? Carries are given, targets are earned. So AJ Brown goes down with an injury. Nagata gets snaps. He gets routes. Right. May not get targets.
0: May or may not.
2: But it's a free player that you throw on your taxi squad and who yeah. the f- knows what happens. If a guy gets hey, a chance, you, maybe he I takes my, off with it. I love my deep cuts. I have almost 300 wide receivers ranked. Like, you know, I love my deep cuts. Do you remember Travis Fulgham? I mean, cut from Detroit ended up balling out in Philly.
0: For, I wasn't
1: playing much dynasty when Fulgham went off. Like I had a few leagues, but I wasn't yeah. like, um, I think I was like, just into like maybe five or six leagues i don't know like it's 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 blurry but like i could imagine Fulham. like what people were getting for fulgum when he was like going off those like four magical weeks like that was the year like before two seconds for him or something yeah. like that you know
2: and like i was in one league when that happened and i would that was the year before i did a bunch of startups
1: okay so maybe that was it for me too because we're kind of on the same trajectory there yeah I mean, could you imagine, like flip, and now, like he's like not even—I don't—is he on a practice squad somewhere?
2: No, I don't think so. He's just out of football.
0: Gosh, I mean, catch lightning in a bottle—you never know. Never know.
2: Jimmy Smith was cut from the Eagles and and the Cowboys, and became a
0: star in Jacksonville.
1: Yeah. Travis Fulgham, according to the Fantasy Pros ranker platform thingy, is a free agent. Yes, that is. All right. So, how about a pick that you didn't like? You like Demario Douglas and Michael Carter. What's a pick where you were like, ah, maybe I shouldn't have made that?
0: Yeah. Um,
2: I think I kind of went over that earlier. I like, I like my later picks. I don't, there's nothing in there that I don't like. But you know, I, I would have liked to have taken Judy over Walker and then known that, you know, Javon, I could have gotten Javante. I've been happy with Javante as my lead back, you know, Um and then it would.
0: Maybe I don't go Charbonnet or maybe Charbonnet makes more sense if I didn't. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so like that, I would say, and like like I said, I if I had gone A.G. Brown over Tua, then I could have taken Kyler
2: in the third, but then I wouldn't have Pitts. So really, I don't regret that much that that much. I, I like the fact that I have two quarterbacks and my tight end one.
0: Yeah, you know, tight end one me, on my rankings. But yeah, uh, what's like, question same question for you? The
1: the pick that I like the most
0: is probably <clears throat> I think Hollywood. Uh I mean it's right around
1: ADP. Uh I took him at the 808. And uh his uh adp let's see here is the 801 so you know it was a little below adp so it's not a huge value but i i really like getting a wide receiver two there at in the eighth round that i think can outperform some of the guys taken above him and that i have ranked well above in my dynasty ranking some of the guys taken above him like godwin mclaurin pickens flowers um cooper right so like i'm i i liked that one i tend to focus on the negative like so there's probably more candidates for a pick that i didn't like uh although did, did you want to talk about hollywood at all do you want to respond to
2: yeah, no, I know. I like the Hollywood pick when you made it. I think a couple other people responded the same way. I was, in fact, I took Cooper and then you took Hollywood and mm. I was up two picks later. And yeah. oh, that's when I took Charbonnet. I, I was hoping Hollywood would fall. Like my cue was, you know, Hollywood, Swift, and then Charbonnet. And it was like, shit. You know, mm. yeah, I took both of them. But Hollywood was clearly the last wide receiver. You know, that wasn't just old as shit or had mega worths. Like after that, I waited for the turn to come around. I took Keenan Allen. Um, because I wanted a, a good solid starter this year. But then you got Mike Williams and Gabe Davis and you know, F Rashad Batman. I'm not I'm not biting into that apple. Elijah Moore, who the who knows? Elijah Moore, by the way.
0: I mean, I've heard a couple film people lately not love him, so I, I'm going to have to go look
2: at him myself and reevaluate. So yeah, I mean, I really like it. It was it was definitely the last in a tier. You know, a young, potentially wide receiver one player. We've seen him; he's done it before, hasn't he?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get heavily targeted when he's been on the field. He gets heavily targeted, especially when like he's the first option. Like if you look at. The weeks that Hop wasn't there last year you know he produces
0: i thought he had put up better numbers in, in his career right? he's, and he's going
1: to be on a team that's going to throw a lot yeah and he's not limited to being a deep threat so like right you know so Colt McCoy's arm doesn't really play too too big a, a an issue with that um yeah i i you know i i, I think it's a, i think it's a good pick i think he's he's undervalued generally I think him and Deontay are two of the more undervalued wide receivers in that range.
0: Yeah, Um, agree. As
1: far as picks I didn't like, like, it's tough for me not to have two quarterbacks in the first three rounds in a super flex, and I didn't do that. Pollard at five, I didn't, like, plan on taking my first running back as early as the fifth, but it was at ADP. But I can tell myself the story that that offense is going to take a step back. And that he's only really on the one-year tag, so who knows? Like if things if things go right for him, like they're gonna like people are like, oh, you know, like they're gonna bring in such and such back, or he can't stand up to whatever, and like he doesn't have to. Like Pollard did what he did last year with like 250 running back touches that weren't his, right? You know, so they they can bring in people. They cannot make him, you know, a like a 500 carry running back, and he can still do what he did. How good is the offense going to be this year? And he's only on the one year tag. I get a little nervous uh, with with that, um, but I'm kind of all in on him as as like he's. I don't know if he's a flag plant guy, but he's like my eighth ranked running back. Mm. Um, the Lance thing could blow up in my face. The Rust thing could blow up in my face. I mean, Ritter in the 10th round could blow up in my face. Um, You know, I don't love Downs as my wide receiver three. Uh, So in the 11th round, I made three picks. Um, I made Michael Mayer at the Mm 11.03. I made Chig at the 11.05 and Downs at the 11.08. And I feel like in that round... Like when I look at who else goes in that round, that's fine, but I also could have been better served taking Nico Collins or Sky Moore, Mm. Marvin Mims, you know. Like I like what you did better. Guys that I like,
2: you know. Well, maybe Mims, but um, but maybe not,
0: you know. I mean
1: having three tight ends already and then taking Juwan Johnson in the 14th, right? When like I don't know, maybe I could have. And Darnell Mooney, who's going to be the wide receiver two on his oh, team, no, no, and, no, 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 no. and going to be a free agent and maybe goes to a better offense or, you know, or like, do you think like Darnell Mooney is you know, good? Yeah, I think he's. I think he's, he can be a good wide receiver two on an offense that passes more. Yeah, I think he hmm. can be. Yeah. Um, Interesting, but how? But I do like that. I you know, I I grab Tank Bigsby and Penny and Jerome Ford at I think, I think decent value. So, um, and I. I like Cole Turner in the 20th. I like Cole Turner in the 20th. I think Logan Thomas is on his way out. I think, I think, and I like that I stashed Ruckert in the 23rd. But yeah, I don't know. Like I tend to focus on the negative and beat myself up. So anything there that I mentioned that you want to talk you about? You didn't
2: say Lance, right?
1: I said the Lance thing could blow up in my face. Okay. That's, okay. I that's, that's the, the only
0: thing,
2: thing that you, yeah. that I don't really like. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of it I think is fine. And I think that if it starts to blow up in your face, you'll be able to pivot from it. Lance is so, already Lance has already like basically got no value. So you really need it's it's I it's extremely boomer bust. You really need him to get traded. So
1: should I have taken Derek Carr and Mac
2: Jones? I looked at that. I would have taken possibly Mac Jones. I would have, yeah. Like that's probably. I'm gonna
1: regret not taking Max possibly, instead Carr. Of Lance. yeah,
2: yeah, Carr or Mac, but
1: really, but other you didn't than that, have like to maybe pick... James Cook, maybe you know, like that he went at the nine ten like I know,
2: would there's... have been perfectly happy with Ritter as my third quarterback, and you didn't need to go quarterback there, um yeah, Bateman I could have
1: taken at nine five instead
2: no no, no no no, never, there's a lot You're... of bombs there, there a lot of really bad picks in here. You don't like I hate Batman. Gabe Davis, James Cook, Bateman, Gibson. Oof. uh, I, Sam Howell, Elijah Moore. These, these are. not I don't like these picks. Here. I
1: like Gibby. I don't know that I like him in the tenth. Let me see what his ADP. These
2: is. are. These are. You're taking these players as starters at this point.
1: Well, I don't look at it that way. Right? I do. Well, okay. So yeah. So that's almost two whole rounds above his ADP, Antonio Gibson. I I do think there there's a there's a a path for him to certainly have much better production than he's had before as a PPR guy in BNME's offense with no JD McKissick there. But I'm also not saying like he's gonna light the world on fire. Um I just know that I could get him after the 10 oh one, so I might not have taken him there. Same thing with Gabe, like he's gonna he's gonna outperform like people like he's like the wide receiver fifty something, like he's He finished as the wide receiver 36 last year. Like, you know, uh, with all that stuff that we say about Gabe Davis, he still finished as like the wide receiver 36. There's going to be ways that that offense is set up now with more intermediate targets and perhaps a better run game. It's going to open things up for Gabe Davis a little more. Like he's not going to like, he's just, he's a fun person to dump on. Like he's going to outperform like the people who shit on him. You know what I mean? but he's not a guy that I'm confidently taking at that point in the startup.
2: and Right, and he's more boom or bust than other players that are going to score around the same amount of points. So, and as somebody I would rather have on my bench, if I'm starting him, it's
0: really like, what the the hell am am I going to get zero or 30 this week? Very touchdown dependent.
2: I'm going to give you my favorite pick. Yeah, that's like two rounds above ADP where he was taken. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you my favorite pick of the whole draft. Sure. And then that's, that's kind of all I have. 1606.
2: Just a, a, a random pick I got back from the Mari Mar- Cooper trade. I took Sean Tucker. Ah, your boy. Yeah, my boy. My boy. I now that he he cleared uh his medicals and is in camp. Mm-hmm. he's Sean Tucker again right it was just a heart thing it wasn't a it wasn't something that'll hold him back physically right
1: I think. I mean it's so. just that he could drop dead that on the to be field true. but that's for, you know. for him I want that to be true yeah. Um,
0: but like I also have to hear that you know that he's gonna that he's gonna push for for touches
1: like they do. They do have Chase Edmonds and Keyshawn Vaughn. Like, I know that we don't love those guys. Yeah, but they're right. there, you know. And he's just getting started now. And he's a UDFA, so they have no commitment to him really, except for the fact that he has a higher UDFA contract than most guys.
0: You know. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, all I've heard is that he's at training camp. I haven't heard a yeah.
0: report about him. I, I just, I don't know. I guess I i'm going back to like he's the same guy i saw on college tape that i loved you know would have been up there with charbonnet and um probably
2: i assume he would have gotten drafted over a chain and you know what i mean uh i'm i'm i maybe i'm just crossing my fingers and hoping but that's kind of how i'm looking at it i'm not paying that kind of price for him but I I've, I'm gonna feel like a sucker on all the teams I don't have if he hits.
1: Yeah, I I got a few shares
2: knocking around. Yeah. You know, you know I, and and I
1: and for what it's worth, I have him ranked higher in my dynasty rankings than Chase Edmonds and Keyshawn Vaughn. So, I, I think my Wandale pick at sixteen oh eight. You know, I know it's gonna take him a while to get back from that ACL, but mm. I may not be a competitive team until next year anyway. And like what? Is really there after Darren Waller?
2: Yeah, uh, Hyatt looks really good.
1: I've, um, yeah, but he, well, he's he's you know, but again, he's he's catching deep touchdowns against the Giants' secondary. In shorts. right, like, <laughs> yeah, like, true. They they true. have one true, like true. I was just I just saw today. So, somebody ranked them like the bottom, like their back seven linebackers in secondary could be like bottom five or six in the entire league. So. Hmm let's 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 relax yeah
0: yeah yeah. i know
1: you're
2: an honorary tennessee volunteer now but it's true um yeah i don't have a lot of hyatt because i didn't believe in him coming out but i am rooting for him yeah paris campbell yeah i assume i assume that when rondale moore is a free agent they'll sign him (laughs) Uh, braxton barrios is in miami so i guess they can't sign him
1: Wes Welker and uh, Wayne Crabbet. Yeah, Sherbet is going to come dedicated. out of.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Danny Amendola.
1: There you go. Yeah, I think with this startup, if there's like any sort of takeaways for me, it's the wide receivers are going early. Like we see all the in like every format, best ball, redraft, dynasty. Like they're they're going early. The onesie running back, though. Didn't impact things as much as I thought, and I think there's there's going to be people in your league who don't necessarily look at like ADP and market trends and things like that when they're when they're doing when they're doing a startup, and that can be good, can also be bad, right? Because you know they can make mistakes, but they can also take a guy that you were like, oh, he's going to be around in the eleventh ish. And then he's not right yeah. because ADP is just that—it's an average, right? So there's a curve in the distribution, right? So like, there's like just because somebody's in the eleventh, that means in some drafts he was taken in the eighth, and some he's taken in the 14th. So you know, don't don't necessarily use ADP as like you know a strict rule. You know, sure. be be flexible. I would also say that I think people. Even though wide receivers went early, I still think people are taking too many wide receivers later in the draft. Like I'm, I'm very satisfied with being able to, to pound running back. You know, with Bigsby, Penny, Ford, Ingram, Pierre, Strong, Ty Chandler, right? I've taken running back in a few rounds. I might go back to it. Like I'm really glad grabbing that up while people are taking like the sixth or seventh wide receiver on their team which yeah, for me, right. it, like just the way that I've shifted my strategy in dynasty, like let me take a running back. Who's the next guy up when somebody breaks an ankle rather than like a hundredth wide receiver on my team that I may start once this year. Right How about you? Any, any
2: other bigger takeaways? Not especially. I mean, I, I, I guess I just said it a little while ago. I do look at, um, you know, one through 11 or one through 10, I guess we start 10, one through 10 as starters. Like I'm not going to take somebody now that's not going to start for me because once I get into the 11th, 12th round, um, I'm not going to like, you know, who there is to start. I'm not going to want to make that trade later. Mm-hmm. Um The other thing is um one of the reasons I'm not afraid to trade away draft capital in a startup like future draft capital, 24 first and second is that I, if I'm getting the right player, if, get, if I'm getting a Devonte Adams or Amari Cooper, I'm confident that I can get that back at the end of the season. You know, I'm confident that I can, there's somebody on my team that I'm going to be able to trade for first. If I need to, that's about it. Um, yeah. You know, always looking to always looking to compete out of a startup. Personally, I've won um, my only two dynasty championships out of startups. So it's viable to me.
1: I want to get to that point, like I said, where I'm, I'm, I'm more balanced. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean a little bit more towards competing in, in some of these startups that I do. Like, Not necessarily like I've not been doing that in the past, but just sort of consciously saying like, I don't know that I want to punt a year ever because it takes you a while to recoup that. You know, productive struggle. Um, it takes like like to recoup all that value, even though you know, you like it and the so you're just like paying right. to the pot, you know, and it's like
2: in a cheap league don't know that, in a cheap league, that's fine if you want to experiment with it to learn. Yeah. But you know, if if there's actual money on the line, that's that's yeah. tough to do.
1: And uh what else can I take away from that? I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens in the trade streets once stuff shakes out with JT and Jacobs and that sort of thing, right? Because what's happening in, in best ball, right. Is that those guys are, are dropping. And like Nick Chubb is like the cheese who stands alone. He's like RB three or four now in best ball. Right. So like the person who has Chubb now in your dynasty league, With all this mystery going on with other running backs, can probably
2: make a profit. Are you ready for this? Yeah, Nick Chubb is basically the consensus
0: RB two in redraft right now. Yeah, I mean that's that's some craziness. Mm -hmm. Because that's about all I got. I gotta go see Barbie. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, well you're a Barbie girl, and it's a it's a Barbie world. Actually, really like that song. Um all right. So uh please subscribe, rate and review. Please give some love to the YouTube channel. We're gonna try to get some videos up there. Life is just uh kind of lifey. Jesse, tell us about DWZ, where we can find it, your your new co-host and, and that sort of stuff.
2: Oh yeah. So um one of our co-hosts, Mike Casper, decided to um take a step back and just concentrate on family. Can't blame him for that. Not a lot going on. Of
1: course you can.
2: <laughs> US military owns him. So uh, we got a new co-host. It's it's sort of Mike Junior. <laughs> His name's Austin Bell. He's like uh, Mike, as if he if he was from North Carolina. Um, they play the they play the game really pretty much the same way. It's really hard to make a trade with him. He's a really good dynasty player, and he's already added a lot to the to the podcast. It's great to have him. Um, Chad's still there. Um, find us on the Dynasty Warzone Network. We come out on Mondays normally. So if you subscribe to the feed. You'll get us. Um, we are definitely going to try to do evergreen kind of content this year. Just more player value kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. That That's our thing. Um, that way we can record on a Sunday. And you listen to it on a Friday, you're still going to get value out of it.
1: Yeah. All right. You can find me at FF Junkie. Oh, wait, wait, you're on Twitter now. Tell the folks where they can find you
2: on Twitter. You come <laughs> back. At DWZ underscore. Nope at jesse underscore dwz there you go <laughs> <laughs> you can
1: find me on twitter at ff junkie underscore uh going for uh articles and, and rankings uh i was gonna write that big series on running backs but life is getting lifey i've just been trying to look for uh part-time jobs and things like that and i just you know i don't necessarily have the time so i don't know that that's gonna happen But I probably will do on there, um, like I did last year, a Dynasty Guys Guide to Redraft Sleepers. Mm -hmm. Uh, So keep an eye out for that. And with goingfor2.com, I do um, a podcast called uh, Dynasty Saturday Night 5, which is a live uh, podcast on their YouTube channel, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, on the Going For Two Live YouTube channel. That's with Josh Walker who's also in our startup and took Bijan at 111. Next week on the show, we're hoping to get John Lau after the expo and talk about a little bit of Debbie because week zero in college football is coming up. So we're going to dabble a little bit, get a little bit of preview of the, the wide receiver two on Toledo and the, uh, <laughs> you know, that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah. I'm excited, uh, to talk, I'm excited to talk to Lau and to have him yell at me. Yeah, you're going to have to turn down the volume a little bit. (laughs) All right, folks, uh, that'll do it for us. Thanks for listening. That's a wrap, and uh, go birds. Go birds. Go birds.